So, lesson learned. If, if you go to a bar and order a Guinness and it's not on tap, ask. I, I guess you can do it. I know there's a rule about opening or whatever. Or have them open it at the table if they have to open it for you. So, the idea is if someone's serving you a Guinness, you have to watch them do it. You have to watch them do it. At least, yeah. For or, proper technique? Yes. Wow. And that's... Uh, more you, that's the more a, you know. Right? That's a pretty healthy beer, too, actually. Um, let me find the... Um, what did you try? You gave me some stats. Old Crager. Old Crager's. Where did it go? It's party. Party. Oh, no. It's, it's only like 90,000. Wow. Yeah. It's an actual... Like, for being a dark beer, people think it's so, like, heavy actually like a pretty light beer. Who would have thunk it? Not me. So? Yeah. So where were you? You just played the tribute shows with, uh, did Johnny. they go by Johnny James in the Hall of Fame in yes. that scenario? Yes. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> yep, it's their uh, Pink Floyd show. Dark, so they do, the first set is Dark Side of the Moon front to back. Second set is a bunch of uh, wall, the wall, and wish you were here. Songs. Okay, so it's a pretty solid like mix of their stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool. So the. But my question before you go oh, too yeah. deep. All right, go for it. Where were you with Pink Floyd before cramming to play all that on drums, and where are you now with Pink Floyd? They were because n- you were apprehensive. Yeah, they were. The they were non-existent in my repertoire. Yes. Per se. Now, I'll probably have to go get a Dark Side vinyl copy just to have it. Right. It's sweet. It is sweet. Um, Not to toot my own horn, I learned 20 songs in like a month and had two practices with them the week of. Ooh. Last month, so what, today's Saturday? We played Friday, and I had a rehearsal Monday and Wednesday. And what did the people think? They hated I think it. They hated it. I got tomatoes thrown at me <laughs> that's old no school. i think it i think it went well it's the tempos is very hard um because some of those uh i know like us and them i started slow and then i was trying to watch matt the singer and then what he was telling mike the bass player and i was watching both of them i was trying to you know i'm like too fast too slow but um it's one big i understand why people in the 70s listen to that on on the weed <laughs> is this weed music? Yeah. Um, you ever listen to Pink Floyd? On weed. <laughs> <laughs> but so what they do though when we play that, they start Wizard of Oz. Oh, that explains it. Yep. It's in the background while while we played. Okay. Or it was. So they kind of have it timed out. Uh Matt starts the DVD and then we he he has all the samples from the the album. Nice. So all of that's on there live. So That's aggressive. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It was fun. Right, because of the whole, if you play the Wizard of Oz with yep. I think the Jen, dark side of the moon. Jen looked it up. It's after the third. If you try and time it up yourself, it's the third roar. <laughs> and yeah. then you hit play. But we live in the, the digital world. Go on YouTube. It's already there. Someone already did it for you. No, so, no cassette tapes for us. Right. 
And then after that, for the second set, uh, he just had a bunch of wall footage and then random images that Pink Floyd would use live. Cool. So that was just in the background. Cool. And and now with Pink Floyd, you're you're on. I think I'm on it. You're. I'm. I feel bad. I'm late. I because you and I went to School of Rock. I never did the wall show. So School of Rock, Whelan and I went there. It was kind of an after-school program for kids to play music with other kids who wanted to play rock and roll. Exactly. And the first show when a school opens is always Pink Floyd's The Wall, and that is the only show that I contributed on. I wonder if they still do that. I don't know. I don't know if that was a Paul Green. Because it used to be Paul Green, Green, and now I think Silver, or no, what was it? Uh, Someone bought it. I can't remember I can't who remember. bought it. Is it Sylvan Learning? Is that the I think name? Sylvan Learning. Someone Center. bought it, so I don't know if that's still the thing. But yeah, it, that was definitely the wall was the first show, and I never did it. Right, and I started. That's the only show I did do because it was the first mm-hmm. show of the school, and that's the one I played on. So, yeah. and then they would do. They had Pink Floyd shows, mm-hmm. but I was still never on it because there was multiple shows a season which was every three months, and I was always on something else. Right, and basically, when I started, everybody had to do The Wall as the first show. And I played, I think, like, how many songs are on that record? I I remember watching The Wall, though, after high school. I don't know, for some reason, because we had it on DVD, DVD. and I was like, Dad, I'm going to watch this. He's like, all right, go watch it, and you let me know what you think. there's 26 songs. I think I played on 17 of them. There's honestly. 26 songs. It's an hour and 20 minutes, November 30th, 1979. Yep. I, I played on, like, I think about 17 of those Wow. for the wall show. Because we, I was one of the few guys who was like, yeah, I'll sing. Yeah. I'll sing. So it made it really easy for me to get on songs. And now I don't know, is it Roger that sings or is it David? I'm pretty sure it's Roger. Or do but they I, both? Do they go back and forth? They might go back and forth. I don't know enough about. Those are the only two I know. I know David Gilmore is the one who plays all the sweet ass guitar solos. Oh, okay. And didn't Roger just announce a tour? Yeah, he's coming to the X here. Oh, is he really? Minnie, uh, St. Paul. Can um, he do everything? I Does don't. Does he have his own stuff? I don't have a clue. I think he plays mainly Pink Floyd tunes. But I don't know what he does. I've never looked into going and seeing them. Okay. The only so from the wall we did happiest days into another brick part two, and then we did empty spaces into young lust. Yeah. And then comfortably numb. Yeah, comfortably numb. Oh, is and one of the run like run like hell was the la- that was the encore. Wish you were here, and then run like hell was the last song. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Freaking Comfortably Numb is one of the coolest guitar solos I've ever heard. The thing, all I can think about with that is that fucking YouTube video of the dads. It's a cover band. Oh, yeah, the worst cover band. The worst cover band ever, and they play that. Yeah, if you hop on the YouTube, you can find the worst cover band ever. I think you can just search worst cover band, and that will pop up. It's god-awful. Yeah, I know, I know. It's not good. I'm pretty sure I showed you that. It's so bad. But, uh, yeah, so that's cool. I like Pink Floyd. So Um, I've been listening, literally just been listening since the last time we did this. Well, I've 
yeah, I said yes to Johnny, and I've been listening to that nonstop. Yeah, just to learn, which it's weird because so he does a Led Zeppelin show too. I don't know if he talks about that in this. He does a little bit. Oh, cool. It comes up. Nice. Um, that will be a, a later episode, folks. Actually, the next one after this. Oh, perfect. So listen to that. So yeah, Johnny Johnny, Johnny er- Ershman. I'll just say Ershman. That's because that's what I say. I I think I said Erishman. Um, Wheel and I have been friends with him forever, and it occurs to both of us that uh, his last name is very tough. People say still say Waylon. Waylon. Yep. I have a. Uh, there's someone uh, at work that says Waylon, and someone was like, "Are you going to correct him?" And I was like, no. "I had a teacher in college for four years say Waylon, and then when I graduated, he came up to me. He's like, "Why didn't you tell me it was Wheelan?" I was like, "I did, but." You just never said it. And then we became too good of friends that you can't tell someone after three years, four years, dude, my name's Whelan. I, so <laughs> it's so. funny you say that when I'm in the office, I've had a few people send emails where instead of, re- you know, calling me Kyle in the email, they'll accidentally call me Kylie and it will be one of my first contacts with them. How I've, do they get that? I don't know, but. I pretty much, I don't correct them, and then I'll just let it roll, and then when they finally see or talk to me and hear that I mean, I'm it a should guy, be in your signature, right? Your first email back, it, is. it should say Kyle. I have an auto signature for every response, too, so it's in every email I send, Yeah. but they would say that, and I would just never correct them, so then when they would finally see me, talk to me, they would be like, oh my god. I was like, yeah, that's pretty funny, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I get uh, I'll get Keenan in emails, mm-hmm. Wheelan Keenan, and I don't know why. Some people I do see when I am typing someone, their last name will come up first, and I know Keenan is some people's first names. Keenan Thompson. Yeah, exactly. Funny Spelled bastard. differently, but yes, exact. Good example. So I'll get Keenan in emails, and I'm like, do you see my signature? reading this but whatever so what else have you been listening to what else <laughs> uh the new 1975 my jam my band which is the new tracks um, did i miss one yeah it was uh well i was i think i texted everyone about it so they have this new record got pushed i thought it was going to be february and they pushed, they pushed it, it a month april yeah no april two months oh so they have two tracks out already that the people song, which is, uh, that's a bop. People is just the most aggressive. Do you read the words? Ever. I, I have. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, uh, yeah. And it's then aggressive. Yeah. For the and then frail state of mind was the second one. And so now you have this, uh, the new ones, me and you together song. Okay. So I'm caught up. I'm on the, I'm watching the current season of this album. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm not needing to binge it later perfect um which is great so yeah i love this new one but it's weird with the three now that are out i i don't know where they're going they're all three very different songs you got their first record which is about pot yep second one's cocaine (laughs) this third one this brief uh uh inquiry yep online relation i'm looking at right now their album that's heroin yeah so i'm like what do you what do you got now maddie yeah, well, like we we uh, actually we we went over this on the last one. And yeah, I was gonna, almost verbatim. Yeah. you said that, and I was just like, "What what what are you gonna do? 
Well, now we're just singing about life. Sometimes I think I should do crystal meth, but then I'm like, eh, maybe not. Maybe I'll just <laughs> listen to this record. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's I'm excited for that record. But I, they had um when this a debuted on the, the BBC one, whatever, and he said it's a more like a was it Drive Me Like You or whatever, their old band. Sure. So I don't know if they're going kind of back to that, which is a little more poppy. Maybe uh, the emo pop. Yeah, I could see that. Back in the day, the er, the mid-2000s. It's very, very tough to pin what they're going to do with this one. And I love it. And you know what sucks? So hmm. I bought tickets because they're coming here. And they moved. So I think the first few shows they've played at the Myth, which is a small club here in Minnesota. Myth, very small. Played first Ave. Mm-hmm. which I think first half is everyone knows that Roy Wilkins. I saw them there twice and then they were just at the armory. Yep. Which is a little bit bigger and all of a sudden boom. Now they're at the X, right? They're playing arenas. Well, and I think they were playing arenas depending on what city it was. Yeah. Cause they, I think they were playing Madison square garden uh, on the last tour. Well, I know like in, they have that live record and it's the O2. Yeah. So that's, I mean, Obviously but that's overseas. In yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just snowballing and getting bigger and getting bigger. And mm. it really seems like being a fan of theirs now for really since their first studio album. Yeah. It really feels like their whole existence is flying by. It really doesn't. Yeah. Because I, I got in them right before that second record came out. Right. And then so I've been a fan since. So I'm bummed that I missed them at the myth and first half. And I pretty much God damn it. I missed that too. I think they mm-hmm. were in first stav like I feel like it had to have been like twenty thirteen. I'm mm-hmm. probably very wrong. But That's I can't like remember that. if it was them or fun, but we were playing an Ailing Jupiter show. It was probably fun. And they were at First Avenue and it was like our first big Ailing Jupiter show at like some sh- shitty little venue. And I was like, Oh, everybody's seeing fun. <laughs> And, and turns out they were much better. And if it were me, I'd probably go see them instead too. But God, what a one-hit wonder! Of fun. and not even a one-hit wonder, a one-hit record. Yeah. And then that's where it. did they go? Yeah. But but yeah, the 1975 from then till now, it's flown by. Yeah. When was the last time that you felt totally like with it that you were into a band or like watched them grow from venue to venue? To, yes. Coming into town. I don't know if I have it. I don't think I have. I just don't think I do. I think every band that any new big band has just gone. It's either they're an arena or maybe first half. Right. And they're not that big, but they're big enough. That's like, you're going to. Right. You're going to come through first half. I know like Adele came through and she played the fine line. I think that maybe the next could be. And I'm bringing it up again because I think it's a common theme. Casey Musgraves. Well, yeah, I think Casey her last Musgraves. show here was the Varsity, and I it was sold out by the time I wanted to get tickets. And then she did the Basilica Block Party, right? So I'm sure the next time she comes through, it's going to be Target Center or the, the X. X. It has to be. I would only assume so. I've talked to multiple people for interviews of this podcast, like the interview portion, yep. and it's like, what are you listening to? Oh, Casey Musgraves, really into Casey Musgraves. And it totally makes sense. But I can't remember the last time that I watched a band grow from, I don't think it's ever happened outside of the 1975. 
Mm-hmm. My first show for them was at Red Rocks, which is obviously huge. My second one was Roy Wilkins, and now and if I, I go, that one. yeah, now if I go to another one, it's gonna be the XL. Yep, it's huge. Um, but so that one on sale first. It's what was it May sixteenth, and Friday or Thursday, fucking the Rolling Stones announced their tour. And I'm glad gonna, you brought that up. And it's going to be at U.S. Bank, which that's a whole different subject if you like or dislike seeing the show. I've only I've seen two there. Right. And But it's the same date. And I was like, because I haven't seen them. I'd like to because I think that's one of the bands now are like, seen them or have you not? And I haven't. And Jen was like, if they went on sale the same day, like announced the same day, on sale same day who would you pick i was like that's a tough like do you pick your band or do you pick because you and i are huge on the 1975 yeah so do you pick the band that you know is well the thing is you never know quite the anything anything could happen look at kobe yeah you don't so i'm like do i go see my band wrist wrist do you go see your band or do you go see legend so my take on this, you don't know how many times the Rolling Stones are coming back. It sounds like Keith isn't going to die. No, no, and that, I'm glad you brought that up because Keith won't die first. But Mick had an open heart surgery last year, Did he and really? I had three of those SOBs, and my body's much more resilient than his is because I'm 30. And it's not like I can do the Fred Barney... Uh, go back and forth between shows. Yeah, because they're across town. You can't one's in f- Minneapolis, one's in St. Paul. It's not Twin Cities, my ass. I still got to go across ninety four. Dude, I if it was me <laughs> and I had to spend your money for you, I'd go to that Stone show. I would buy Lower Bowl because it's in U.S. Bank Stadium, and if oh, you're you Upper Bowl, you're gonna it's gonna sound like shit. So, U.S. Bank, Josh, what's up? Uh, took me and Jen because he got free tickets to Taylor Swift. We didn't, I know, we didn't, we went to her in 1989 at XL. That was fucking bomb. Yeah. And then that repetition record came out. I wasn't feeling Reputation. It. What did I say? Repetition. Whatever. Which maybe there was some on there. There was. <laughs> I've had not even a full Guinness yet. It's been a long day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, whatever. I don't it's fucking. Off the fucking rails. I don't care. Um, um, so we went there. Because it was for free and we didn't buy tickets. I was like, we should go. Um, you know U.S. Bank. Skull Vikes. The what? That's the Nitro Ball in there. Oh, that's why it does that. Back to the Guinness. Yep. Back to where you were going. So you went to U.S. Bank for a reputation. Yep. It was free. Yep. We were the last row. That's where the tickets were. The la- I was touching the rafters up there. That's where I was sitting when I saw Metallica. We ended up leaving not the stadium we left the seats and in the concourse just found uh the railing bar spot sure um was it the third floor or the main floor or whatever but just sat there and watched yeah and it was the best time i've had at a concert because since there was no money involved yep. i didn't care so it was just fun to just like sing and dance or whatever yeah. And I didn't care if I couldn't see 
very well because I again the 1989 tour I sp spent that was my first time spending a shit ton of money which why are we spending this much money on why are concerts this much it was lower bowl of XL I literally had those tickets for a year I know I remember you bought them the day they went on sale pretty yep. much yep and that's been my mo since any pre-sale on sale like I'm on it just just so I have them. I'm completely opposite. I, I you wait. secondhand market. I will I will wait out to the day of the show to buy those if I think I have a shot for a God good deal. God bless you. When I, God damn it, I said I wouldn't do this. But when I went and saw John Mayer mm -hmm. Which in one? Washington at the <laughs> Gorge. Oh, yeah. When I was driving to the Gorge, I had a lawn seat. And I saw that on the secondhand market, while making my three-hour drive to the Gorge from Seattle or whatever it is, on it. I realized I could sit in row four for 200 bucks. So you know what I did? I've flown from Minnesota to Seattle. I spent that 200 bucks and I sat row four for my favorite musician. And how was it? Amazing. Remember what Jim says. What's Spend it? money on experiences, not You can't things. take it with you, baby cakes. Oh, fuck. We haven't said baby cakes yeah, yet. Yeah, we're saying baby cakes We're saying now. baby cakes now. That's the thing. Oh, you know what? We have we haven't talked about the most important topic. What is that? Why the fuck don't you like Hootie and the Blowfish, asshole? Whoa. This yeah. is not a space yeah, for negativity. Here. Oh, it's getting negative. You hate Hootie and the Blowfish, asshole. Listen, listen. No, <laughs> no, no. Tim? Tim? Our good buddy Tim. <laughs> I love it. He called me. He's like, just had a conversation with our boy. He hates Hootie and the Blowfish. So you didn't understand. So when I texted you, I'm like, what do you guys think of the Gamecocks? No, I didn't get it at all. Classic. So he called me and right after I was like, so what do you guys in our group chat with the four of us? I was like, what do you think of the Gamecocks? Because they went. That's where they went to school and met. Oh, my God. So I was like, what does everyone think of South the Gamecocks? South Carolina Gamecocks. Yeah. And SEC I was, school. So, yeah. So I was like, I hear they have a good music scene and shit like that. <laughs> and then Tim was like, fuck the Gamecocks. And I'd sidebarred him. I'm like, dude, it's Hootie and the Blowfish. Go with it. And then he texted back in the group chat. Oh, those Gamecocks. Oh, yeah. They're sweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I had no idea what you're talking about. Come on, baby cakes. <laughs> Sorry, baby cakes. We got to nip that in the butt right now people are gonna hate that okay baby cakes. all right whatever baby cakes. um but anyhow my thing with the hootie and the blowfish isn't that it's awful awful music to me if hootie and the blowfish was called something like i don't know darius rucker band the darius rucker band <laughs> that's still pretty decent but if they were they called are. like the drive-through or something generic or yeah. like like That'd be a sweet 90s. ABC. Yeah. Something, but I don't fucking know. If they were called something generic, it would not be a thing anymore. To me, people who really, really love Hootie and the Blowfish, it is a bit. And they don't actually like them that much. For instance, Head Ted not being like, listen, you don't even have to sing the fowls in the Ted movie. I don't want to be a A-O-Y-A-O-U. Nobody would listen to that shit. It's a good song. I, that's what people will say, but there are pop culture things, pop, pop, pop. culture things, Repetition like Ted, tour. 
the repetition tour, which <laughs> is a Taylor Swift bit. This is so off the rails. It's not even funny. I love it. And I don't want to bring negativity to music on this podcast. But You're right, because Hootie is amazing. <laughs> I can't say it without God, I'm such I'm in such a box. I want box. I do not want to bring negativity to music on this podcast, but you forced me to state my opinion on this. I saw Hootie live. Yeah. What did you think? They were good. I think, well, now it sounds like, so this, whatever new record they're And coming. I'm sure, I'm sure they're great. Like, I'm sure he's a great singer. The songs are good, but I just don't feel like they hold up. Mm, maybe some of them. That's like three it. or four. Yeah. That's, that's literally all I wanted. Uh-huh. Um, this, whatever new song they played, it's very, uh, ever since Darius went country, I think they wanted to go country back in the, in the day and someone. Maybe record label. Wasn't yeah. Into they it. were just like. You know. So. All right. Well, you've forced me to You're welcome. explain myself on Hootie. So I that needed, cleared the air there. Yep. I needed someone. You hate to see it. Yeah. You hate to see it. <laughs> um, what yeah. were we talking about? Oh, the Rolling Stones. Yeah, I would go. <laughs> but. So already, after all that, the Rolling Stones, that's the one you go to? So I would go, but I am already have my tickets to see Maddie. So I have to go do that. I see. I see. I made Jen get up and do the pre or do the yeah, do the pre sale because I was busy at work. Or no, I had a show. So I was like, you have to be on Ticketmaster at ten o'clock to get tickets. So let's do some recon here. While you do that, sure. So he's off to the fridge getting a Guinness, and what I am doing is I'm going to the second hand market. To look at 1975 tickets. Well, I Whelan is saying off to the side that he doesn't even think they're sold out. Hey, George, don't lick the microphone. Whelan, what do you think the secondhand market cost to get in the door is for the 1975? It's the cost to get in the door. So it's 70 bucks, and you're row 20 of the lower bowl, and that's on the opposite end of the stage, so you're out there a ways. Now, if you wanted to sit lower 102 side stage, it would be 140. To be row 5 in section 103, where you're sitting currently, it would be 118. So it'd be one eighteen. So how much more would that have costed? Um, I think Jen got to her eighty. Okay. So you're probably looking at forty, fifty bucks more. Yeah. Oh goddamn! No wonder I'm broke. But anyhow, it is what it is. Yeah. So. Keith. Keith. The um. If you had to do it again and they went on sale the same day. I think I'd still pick my band. I think it's a FOMO. Fear of missing out for I'd, the Stones? I'd, 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 I don't know. If, yeah, I would fear missing the 1975 more than the Stones. Okay, so it's FOMO both ways, but it's... 
greater for the 1975. Yes, which I don't know if that's bad. It's not bad. Life is short, and you should do the things that you want to do. You shouldn't do what society deems the thing you should do, because obviously my thought is how many chances will you have to see the Rolling Stones again? But there also has to be in the back of your head, how good do the Rolling Stones sound right now? I know there's going to be people. You're going to hear Dan Barrero. Did you see Aerosmith on the Grammys? No. (laughs) Not great? No. Well, they also didn't have their original drummer because they're stupid. Sure. That but, whole debacle. But that's that's just what I'm saying. Like, you can go back and what are the odds you're going to go see the Stones and they're going to sound great? There are going to be people in the Minnesota media and whatever media throughout who are going to be like, man, I didn't think they could do it, but they were great. But they did it. Yeah. But did they really? Yeah. You know, is it more just you're saying it because it's the stones and you're there and it's yeah. fun? It can still be fun and not be perfect. I go to dead shows all the time. They play half the pace they used to. Oh, I watched one of the live ones, and I think the first thing I thought of, I was like, "Wow, this is fucking slow." Dead and Co. Dead and slow. Yeah, that's what a lot of people refer to them as because they play so slow. Mm-hmm. And it's partially because they're too. But I'm sure if I was there, I'm sure if I was there, I'd enjoy it. But yeah, I was. Maybe it was with you when yeah, we were watching was, here. Yeah, there was a few songs they started, the ones that I know, and I'm like, can we pick up the pace? My God! And sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. But that's the gamble you play with seeing them. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's really if you really are into a band and you have a legend act like that coming through, where you're just not sure if you're going to get to see them. You just have to like weigh with yourself. Am I going to regret that I never saw them if they don't come back? Right. And maybe, but I think it's it's like life. Like here's another one. Guns N' Roses is coming. I've seen them. I'm oh, you have? Not with Slash. See, so, and this one, I don't even know. I think it's just Axel and Slash because I don't know if Duff is playing with them. Sure. I don't know. I don't think Izzy's playing with them. I just don't and I, yeah, I don't. I don't care enough. Yeah, I Motley Crue is coming back from n- quote unquote not touring ever again, and now they're going on a tour. Right? Do Money's I go see them because I'm like Nikki Six? Should he be alive? That tour was with Def Leppard, though, right? Oh, I was listening to Hysteria. It came. I dude, turn on my. I know you were talking about it with Tane. I'll go see I Def lo- Leppard. Oh fuck yeah! You know what? I'd give up my left arm to be in Def Leppard. But I'm. <laughs> I love that joke. Yeah, he only did that that uh, bit of with one arm. <laughs> but uh, no, no, Def Leppard. I I fuck with Def Leppard. Um, but I'm like Nikki Six. Should he be alive? No, probably not. So I sh- that's I'm like I should go see that because he shouldn't be here. Tommy Lee is he a dick? Yeah, but should I go see him as a drummer and just him being a probably not a legendary drummer? But I mean. He had he's, his time. He's, he's Tommy Lee. He's so, Tommy Lee. Yeah, so I'm like, should I just go see him just so I can be like, I saw Tommy Lee? That's my thought process. I but saw Lars Lars Ulrich once, and Lars. he's awful. Fuck Lars. The rest of the band, super fun. Lars Ulrich, so bad. So bad live. And I've seen I him twice I can't say now. that I... I've, it's almost like Pink Floyd. They're not in my repertoire, Metallica. So I can't knock them, but they're just one of the bands. I'm like, just don't get it. I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I, I I don't care. 
I like some of the stuff and I can enjoy it. I'm I not, hear the the early Metallica with the old with the old bass player before Cliff Burton. Yep. Yep. He, they're like that's the good Metallica. Yeah, yeah, I think like Kill 'em All and like mm-hmm. um, and Justice for All. I don't necessarily like 100% sign off on that. I can find ways to enjoy everything pretty much up until Saint Anger. <laughs> but uh the Black Album. That's cool. It's cool. Enter Sandman, sure. Yeah, that's on the Black Album. Yeah. Album Whale. Play it on any. Oh, did you watch some XFL today? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I slept in and missed it. <laughs> uh, this is so off the rails. Classic. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, you got to think. What do they play at NFL games? Metallica. I was gonna. Or I was gonna say. Yeah. Classic. Fucking, who knew that Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch could sing like that? Murder, I know. They never get to Who that is part. that, actually? Uh, we, so, who's the so, actual, who's the, the... I don't know who the vocalist is. What we're referring to is a classic, awful, but great movie called Rockstar, Rockstar. from the 90s. Jennifer Aniston's in it. And Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I know Zach Wilde from Ozzy Osbourne. He's and, in it. You know, uh... Whatever other band he was in, I'm that wanting to say Social Distortion, but I know it's definitely not Social Distortion. No. Fresh Black Label Society. Oh there we my go. God! Some other dumbass band name. That's it. Um, he's not in Social Distortion. That'd be weird. Nope. Um, and I knew that when I was saying it. That felt bad coming off the tips of my fingers. Definite interception across the body. But <coughs> he wrote a lot of the music for the movie Rockstar with Jennifer Aniston. Um, oh, he wrote. I think he wrote it, and he actually played guitar and was in the movie as the guitar player. I know he was in the movie. I didn't know he helped write it, too. I think he did. Did Marky Mark do any of that? Well, he sang it all. Did he actually sing? No. What was the band called again? Iron Dragon? Something Dragon. Steel Dragon. Steel Dragon. Steel Dragon. Steel Panther. Steel Panther. Iron Cobra. Oh, those are it's they a make, kick pedal. They make they make kick pedals. <laughs> yeah, it's a Tama kick pedal. Okay, so let's bring this back to the rails. My boy Tyler won a fucking Grammy. How about that? Tyler, the creator. Yep. I'm we trying. He doesn't th- know him personally. No, but he's my for boy. I, I give him money for his clothing. Yeah. Golf Lang. Golf Lang. He won a fucking Grammy. I love it, and then I love his, um. So after artists win Grammys, you know, they have to go do like a little press, not even it's, press conference thing. You know, it's all it's, the media and they're like, they ask questions and he straight up was like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm pumped about this and I'm excited. I've wanted this. And another part of me, it's kind of a slap in the face because it was for best rap rap album. And he's like, or, you know, he's like when they use the word urban contemporary or whatever, urban, he's like, it's yeah. a nice way of you calling me the n-word yeah he's like because i'm black so he's like why can't you just put me in the pop right. category which his igor is pretty pop i mean he barely he's like i maybe have a couple verses quote unquote like actual rap verses sure besides that i mean he's like i it's pretty poppy and nothing like his, yeah. all his previous stuff so he's like why can't you just put me in the pop category but because i did this previously you're just gonna always have me in the rap slash urban contemporary category well 
where did where did Gambino's? I may be wrong. I shouldn't be going down this uh, road, but wasn't Gambino's most recent record "Awaken My Love" or whatever? Wasn't that part of that same deal? Like, I don't know if it was in this grant. I don't think they might have put it. It wasn't this year. Okay, but But was he nominated in the rap category? Right, with Redbone and stuff. Yeah, because that wasn't a rap album. No, that was like a psychedelic funk, like new kind of style. Not new style, I should say, but Mm -hmm. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, he wrote a. I love that he. I saw him at the Armory, finally. And I love that he, I mean, you watch his old YouTube stuff and it's fucking hilarious because he's just a crazy fucking kid. But like he writes the music, he does the instruments, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he plays the instruments or, you know, he writes all that, his lyrics, he produces, like he does it all. Yeah. And I fucking love it that it's just like you look at the credits and it's like Tyler. You know what? I think what? Th- this has inspired me. We were discussing this before, and what would it be? What would it be? I think Tyler, the creator, is the big fucking deal of the month. Sure. Let's just do it. Because I can't hasn't, think he of hasn't anything done better. Anything. He won the Grammy. He won a Grammy. And he had a sweet performance. I love that performance. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if you watched sweet. it. I didn't. I didn't watch any of the Grammys this year. I didn't even know they were on because that was the day of Kobe. So I was kind of thrown off, and then Jen was like, "Oh, the Grammys are on," and I'm like, "Oh, I don't really care. I don't even know any of the albums. I don't. Yeah, I was like, I don't know who's really up for anything. And it was a lot of performance. They broadcast the fucking comedy album. What comedy album? Like best comedy album of the year. Oh, they broadcast that. Huh? No, it was Dave Chappelle. Oh, he won. Oh, that's the only reason they broadcasted. Probably, it but I'm like, enough. I saw Haley Williams from Paramore. She's like, why don't, why aren't we showing the alternative or rock album of the year or song of the year or whatever? Like, that still matters, but that's just you know that's an off thing, right? You know they do before the awards or. Well, I'm just so disenfranchised with the Grammys in general. Like, well, I there love was that the whole idea of, yeah. of it, but I just. And there was that whole debacle and thing they had beforehand, whatever. I don't know what it is. Can I help you? George is being very intrusive. <laughs> um, I have nothing for you, my friend. Georgie. But, I mean, the per- yeah, going back to child. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a big deal. I can't, I know there's other pop songs. Maybe Demi Lovato. He's oh my god! A, she was so great for the national anthem I'm, too for okay, the Super Bowl. So I was flying back from San Francisco. So I missed the national anthem. I saw the halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Solid callback. She though it was fun. It was entertaining. Better than I thought it was gonna be. But yeah, I missed her. She. I thought her song on the Grammys was great. I didn't see it. Um, it was. It's a new one though, right? It was based. It was a song she wrote like maybe two days before she had that overdose. Okay. And the chorus was like, basically, why isn't anyone listening to me? A oh, cry God. for help. Right. And it was, she, I don't know if it's staged, can't say whatever, but she like had a, she had to restart the song. She said like one line and kind of caught herself. Mm-hmm. Restarted, but she did that and she fucking killed it. And then I heard she killed the national anthem. Yep. So 
she's on the the up i think she has a great voice yeah yeah so okay we can make the big fucking deal of the month demi lovato too and, but cool. then i said jonas brothers came with a new song they're hot yeah sure and i love that so they're they're playing their new song on the grammys and they show because they're all married mm-hmm. and their wives I mean, it's like a they could make their own trio. Sure. You got um I don't know. Wait, Joe's married to uh Sansa. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Um from Game of Thrones. Yep. Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, oh, it started it? season seven. What a great great show. What a great opening to season seven. Arya Stark. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's dope, isn't it? Yeah. That was so my favorite story in the show is that Aria. was sweet. She's a badass. I get yeah. it. Um, season six was crazy. That was a good season. Mm-hmm. I think I understand why people have said season six is the best. Yeah, I think a lot of people like. I liked it. I liked all of it. The I'm King of the North. King of the North. Yeah. No, that's. Cool. I'm going off the rails. You're super off the rails. Just talking. It's fine. We're just talking tunes. I love too. When my dad listens to this, he said he listened to the first one and he was trying to talk back. He to, was, to us, yeah. the talking tunes. <laughs> he one. was trying to jump. Tim in. tells me that too. Tim was just like, so I listened to your interview with Tank, and God, I just, I just wanted to, you know. He had a great interject. I loved his, I loved his blank story. Yeah, it's not cool. not liking Blink for the first time. I didn't expect. It. I didn't expect. I was like, oh wait, because when I met him, he was art. I mean, he was already balls deep. Yeah. So when he was like, I hated Blink, but I love that fucking my grandpa song, <laughs> and me <laughs> and Paul listened to that nonstop. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. No, it's great. Uh. Well, shit. This has been a shit show. Um, Ow. George is off the rails. We're off the rails. And we can talk about Joan. Oh, yes. So I've been listening to this band called Joan. Uh-oh. 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 I've been listening to this band called Joan that I found on accident because I've been listening. Yeah, to how a, did you find them? So I've been listening to a lot of uh, 80s-inspired music. Um, and I've been listening to King Princess and I've all that different stuff. And I really dig it. But then, you know, on Spotify, when you get through the album, it'll just play something random. Mm-hmm. And it played this band called Joan, which is a new band I've never listened to. And it played kind of a super straightforward, like, 80s ballady song that I really dug. Um, let me find it here. And they're coming to, was it the 7th Street or 1st Ave? Yeah, it's uh, they're at 7th Street Entry in Minneapolis on Tuesday. Um the 18th um but they have this song called uh i loved you first which is a very straightforward lyric song i don't know that it's super incredible with lyrics Mm -hmm. but it's a slower like 1980s style synth pop song and i got super into it and i really like it and i did what i always do and i bought tickets to the show and then realized i'm gonna be in new jersey when i'm (laughs) supposed to be at that show respect but uh no, I think everybody who's into eighties like prom songs which isn't George should go check hmm. out uh Joan. They're a sweet band. I like them. I enjoyed it. And then he sent me another one. 
Yeah, I think uh, uh was it Wax? Wax, W A A X. Yeah. Which is kind of like an aggressive like indie rock band led by It was a it was a female front. A female right? frontman and it's super indie kind of rock. It's raw. It's loud. It's aggressive. I really really liked it. Um the album is called Hang on. We've been talking about so much pop music on this that I feel kind of bad. But uh, the album for this is called Big Grief. That's their most recent album. And it's super aggressive, like indie rock, that I really, really enjoyed that I think people should check out. Yeah, um, I I need to listen to it more because you sent it to me today. The second song, Labrador. Oh, I actually listened to that one. The second song on the album, Labrador, it starts out and it's kind of loud. You know, all of it's kind of loud and aggressive. Mm -hmm. But then the chorus kicks in and it's just like a roundhouse kick to your face and it goes balls out. Speaking of balls out, just let him finish, Whelan, and then push him off. Red Rocket, Red Rocket. (laughs) George is getting in the mood for Whelan's leg. Been there, my friend. So Been big fucking there. deal of the month. We're going with Demi Lovato. Yep. This has gone off the rails too much. My dog is getting horny, and we got to go. Okay. This has been very disorganized. We will be better. We have a Wolves game to watch. And D'Lo's not playing. And D'Lo is not playing. Skull Wolves. couple things to check out. If you listen to this and you hear the music we talk about and you're into it, there's a playlist on Spotify called the Pardon the Sound Companion, which will have music from the artists I interview. It'll have music that Whelan and I discuss or me and the artists I interview to discuss. It's going to be a hodgepodge of all of it. And check that out, follow it, and you can you know listen to the music we talk about. And then other than that, you know listen to this crap wherever you want it's on spot it's on, on Spotify. apple Podcasts. i got it on stage sell more newspapers google <laughs> sell more newspapers well this feels like a great time to wrap this up thank you guinness yeah don't worry thank you guinness goodbye <laughs> goodbye